Hi, folks. Welcome to the Buckmasters Outdoors Podcast. I got my good buddy, Mr. Jerry Bird of Buck Wild Productions, with us today. Appreciate you. Glad to be here, Jake. Well, I tell you what, folks. We are at the Buckmasters Expo, and it's for the first time we brought bull riding to the parking lot of Montgomery, Alabama. And wasn't it great? And my friend, a heck of a job between you, your entire staff. Thank you. It's just I always say two things. I, I want to hear two words out of people when they leave our expo for years. I want to hear first class or class act. That's right. And that's what I heard last night at the rodeo. We hear that. So when you put two first class organizations together with the entertainment value that we bring to the table and what y'all brought to the table, and they collide together, wow, wow. Demographically, I mean, the the fans were great. I mean, yeah. we had people that came to the bull riding event that has never been to your expo, right. and they had no idea that the size of this expo, and then right. now they're going to be coming back year after year yeah. to the expo, and we're, we're super excited about being back as and well. And vice versa. We sure. have folks that have never seen bull riding before. They've just been coming to a deer hunting show. Yeah. And then they go out there and see the athletes and the bulls and that. And it was like, man, this is awesome. Well, you know what the really cool thing was? When the bulls got here about 10 o'clock on Friday morning, I bet there was 150 people out there from around the city, you oh, know, yeah. the mayor's office and everybody, yep. uh, watching these bulls come off the trailer. And, yeah. you know, it was uh, the inaugural. I mean, it's the first time we've had bulls in downtown Montgomery. Yeah. So, uh, and the city did a great job. Well, they put like 40-something trucks of dirt. 40 dump truck loads of dirt out on that parking lot. James Ivey and his crew and everybody with the city, man, they just did an awesome job out there. Yeah. Well, talk to me. How did you get started in, in this promotional business? You know? I started the promotional side of the deer hunting. How did you get in, in on the rodeo side? I mean, where did it come from? Well, uh, my son, Dustin, is, um, you know, was diagnosed with cerebral palsy and, and had cancer when he was born. And, you know, we're always looking for some sort of vehicle to raise money for cancer patients. So we started this deal called Rodeo for Kids. And we put on a rodeo to raise money for St. Jude's. Really? And they started in Foley, Alabama, and I'm telling you, you couldn't slide a sheet of paper between the people at this event for the first year, and we did that for like eight or nine years. And, you know, I remember sitting down uh, after each one of those events, and sometimes it would take me three or four times to sit there and finally write that check because I was just blown away at the support that we got right. to be able to write that check to St. Jude. So that's how I got started in the producing and the rodeo promoting business and uh, you know then it of course it's, it's gone on from there yeah well you know you go to a, a typical rodeo right and they got barrel racing they got saddle bronc this and that but it looks like you kind of hung your niche on the bulls why well in a rodeo bull riding is last and uh you know uh that's there's a reason for that uh it, it is the most exciting event in the sport of rodeo all the other ones are great as well, but, mm -hmm. you know, from the bull riding side, people really want to see that. I mean, it's like the NASCAR fans. They want to go to a NASCAR race, and they want to see them trade a little paint. So yeah, people that come to a, a rodeo want to see the bulls, and they want to see a wreck. They don't want to see anybody get hurt real bad, but right. they do want to see a wreck. So, yeah. so what we've done is we have taken the most exciting event in the sport of rodeo, and we've magnified it mm -hmm. to buck 30 or 40 bulls a night. Yeah. And, and just uh, – capture that crowd that comes for that and you know we got a slogan we sell the whole seat but you'll only need the edge yeah and when you put that out there you need to put on a great show absolutely well you know you got two sets of athletes here 
you got the bull and the cowboy. How do you go about picking the bulls first? Well, the first thing you want to do is you want to find, you know, a stock contractor that has a good set of bulls, a good pen of bulls. And, um, you know, when you do that, um, you know, we use Hook and Jay Ranch and, and uh, uh, out of uh, Carrollton, Georgia, and mm -hmm. uh, Big Dog Rodeo out of Mariana, Florida. And, mm -hmm. you know, those guys have great bucking stock. And well, that was the question. I mean, so do they breed these? They breed these bulls to buck. They have a breeding, breeding program. Really? And, uh, you know, a lot of bulls that, that TJ has at Hook and Jay, is, uh, he's raised from a calf. And they know as they're raising them, they're going to buck. Well. I mean, does any of them come out of the cage, just walk out there Pet, with, the, with the rider on it? Pedigree <laughs> says they're supposed to buck. But, you know, <laughs> you know they have a lot of um, – you know they'll 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 start these bulls off young and and they'll you know put a bucking dummy on them and and see how they see how so they perform. There's a business side of that for the guys doing the bulls. Uh, the the money on the on the rodeo and the bull riding side is is uh, astronomical yeah. and uh, you know it's about that entertainment value. But you know you you want to keep upping that game uh, if you will. So. This weekend, we had an A pen of bulls, and we wanted to match it with an A pen of bull riders. Right. Well, the bulls won this weekend. Now, we yeah, had riders cover, but we didn't yeah. have as many cover as we'd like, but still, the entertainment value was there. Oh, yeah. Now, talk to me now. How do you go about picking your cowboys? You know, because you know, I used to play a little professional tennis back in my day. Right. And I wasn't in the top. I was in the top 100 or so, but, you know, there was Bjorn Borg and Jimmy Connors. And we were kind of doing the minor league circuit, you know what I'm saying? Sure. We, and some of those guys would come down and play, but is it the same thing in the rodeo? It, it is. You, you've got some amateur bull riders and you've got some pro bull riders. And the right. difference is an amateur bull rider is probably going to have a, a, a job he works during the week and he rides on the weekend. Uh -huh. And uh, we call them pro-ams. Okay. Um, and then you've got some of your guys that that's what they do for a living. They travel up and down the road and it's a business for them. Um, you know, they've got endorsement deals with different companies and, mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the companies that, that endorse these cowboys, you know, it's, they want to endorse somebody that's a winner that's going to ride, that's going to get that exposure on television right. to show their logo on that shirt. So it, it is a business and, and, uh, but you know, these bull riders first and foremost, they love what they do and these bulls love what they do. Yeah. So we marry those two together and bring them. And that's what we had to see. So weekend. when, I mean, what's the timing of, say, this kind of amateur circuit? Is it a summertime deal? Is it is it all year, year round? Year round. Is it year round? Year round. Okay. Yeah. They start rodeoing in January, mid-January. Uh, a lot of associations around here have their finals at the end of January or uh, at the beginning of February, you know, and then they start kicking off the next year. Mm -hmm. So um, they call it Cowboy Christmas in July. Um Fourth of July weekend is called Cowboy Christmas, and that's where you can catch all the big money rodeos and the big money bull riding events. And, okay. Uh, you know, the PBR has, has highlighted, you know, bull riding, mm -hmm. and and that's what we, you know, we do it on a level, and we ours is an invitational. We invite the cowboys, and we mm -hmm. invite the, the guys that have the bulls, and we want to put that one-on-one -on -one matchup. Gotcha. But you're kind of grooming those guys, hoping they'll get good enough to make it to the – top right well absolutely i mean the only way you're going to get better is to ride good stock mm -hmm. and if you ride good stock and you see where you can get better then then you're going to obviously move up the ladder yeah yeah well i knew there i knew there was a business side of that part from between the bulls and the cowboys all right it's like anything else 
a promotion, you got to fill in the pieces to entertain people. Absolutely. So you you got time gaps, and and you you know you're loading those bullets. So you got to entertain that crowd of two or three thousand folks. Wow, and you we had them packed out there. Wow, you know, for crazy. Friday and Saturday here. But you you've already got a show in mind of how to keep it flowing. Talk a little bit about that part of it. Well, you know, we pride ourselves in putting out a great opening ceremony. Uh, the first fifteen to eighteen minutes is something that we can kind of have a little bit of control over. When we start bucking those bulls, I have no control of 1,800 yeah. pounds of hide, hump, horn, and what they're going to do. Right. But that first 18 minutes, we love to honor our faith and our freedom. And we, fortunately for us, we have a sport where we can do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to pray. We're going to honor our military like mm-hmm. we did this weekend. We're going to honor that flag and the reason why we're here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're, we're going to dress that thing up. We're going to introduce our cowboys. Um, Quincy Jones did a great job singing the national anthem oh both God. nights. Oh my God! Um, great, job. and you know we we want to put that entertainment value from the very get go. And when we welcome everybody, you know we we want them to know that they're they're there for a first class show. And, and they got it. And like I said, I get it as a promoter. So right. I'm watching a promoter watch another promoter, and y'all were spot on. You just had all the pieces just put together right there. And during your performance, you know you've got a we, we've got what do you call a, a barrel man or a rodeo clown. And he's mic'd up as well, so he and I yeah. are back and forth with things. And his job is a filler. Yep. He's filling the gap while we're reloading bulls or we're redrawing for stock mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So uh, Robbie Hodges was here this weekend, and Great you know guy. he just did a did Great a phenomenal guy. job out there. And and Robbie's good with the crowd. And uh, you know we didn't get to really last night. The rain got us, and we didn't get a chance to do some of the things we wanted to do with yeah. him. Yeah. But, Still in all, I, I thought uh, Robbie did a great job, and, and he knows what his job is. He's been yeah. to the National Finals Rodeo, uh-huh. so he understands what the program is. Okay. I mean, I mean, as a kid when I used to go to the rodeo, I mean, the clown to me, or, or however y'all call it, that was the entertainment for me. What is he going to do next? He's going to jump in the barrel, this and that. But sure. These guys are athletes in their own right. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> uh, and, of course, you've got your bullfighters out there, the Cowboy Savers. Right. Uh, uh, the cowboy protection is key because these these guys are riding with an eighth inch braided rope. They're riding these bulls with an eighth inch braided rope, right. and that's all they're hanging on to. Yeah. And and they're doing that with the God given ability to sit right in the middle of of mm-hmm. all of of that bull. And um, sometimes they get hung up, and that's where your bullfighters come in. Yeah. Or you know, sometimes we have an instance where a bull rider may get knocked out, and yeah. you know that that's where that bullfighter goes into play. Well, it's you know once that cowboy exited off that bull it is amazing to watch those bulls they are right there on top of it it is a reactionary sport yeah and their job is to get that bull's attention away from that cowboy it is and they do a phenomenal job you said i always say they say well how does that work i said it's like two mockingbirds working a cat in the yard one one will clip the back side the other will hit the front side and but they're both working him and and these guys work hand in hand and and you know none of it's um, predetermined. I yeah. mean, it's but they know how to orchestrate yeah. what they do. And uh, when you put those two guys out there, you know they're flashy and they're all that. But their job and they know what their job is to, to protect that cowboy right. riding that bull. And they got to be pretty quick. They're first in in the sports I played. My first step is the most critical step. I know their first step is the most critical step. Well, we talked about a reactionary sport. Yeah. There's no thinking in that game. It's just to react. Yeah. If yeah. you think, then then there's going to be a bad wreck 
people with everybody. Yeah. So uh, the reactionary sport and what they do in the bullfighters is, uh, you know, adrenaline plays a big role in the sport of bull riding. Yeah. Uh, from the bull rider, from the guy that owns the bull, from yeah. the fan. I saw you getting hyped up behind me oh, on yeah. the stage last night. Yeah. Uh, adrenaline is a big, big part of what we do in the sport of bull riding. Right. Well, eight seconds, you say, oh, that's not long. It is. It's a long time. Because I'm sitting there going, oh, that was eight seconds, and it was like three and a half, four. I was going, my gosh. And I kept, and I, and when I kept riding and riding, I was going, where's the eight seconds? And when the, you know, those bull riders got it, it was like, right. God, it seemed like eternity to me right. watching it. Well, when you think about eight seconds, it's not long, but when you're riding a bull, it's yeah. a pretty long time. Yeah. Because some of them come out of that chute, and that bull, they were gone on the first move. Right, right. But, you know, when you go now, you know, just listening to you and folks listening to the podcast, when you go to a bull riding thing, you'll appreciate it a little bit more of understanding how the whole promotion works is to entertain you from all aspects, from the bulls to the cowboys to you working the crowd, the clowns, the, the, the bullfighters. It's all a team. Well, and, and what I would really want to highlight, too, there's a lot of spokes in the wheel that make this happen. Yeah. And what we don't want to leave out are the guys in the back pens that are sorting exactly what i was getting ready to say yeah the, the you know they don't get to be out in front of the camera and mm -hmm. they don't get to be out in the arena where everybody sees them but without them we couldn't That'd do work. what we do the back pen help do yep. a phenomenal job of loading that stock yeah. and you know so they don't slow the show down no. and yeah. as you saw last night and friday night it's a click it just yep. clicks 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 and that's what we want to do but Without every spoke doing what it's supposed to do, this wheel wouldn't turn. Yeah. And how many folks you got back there in the back pen? What is it, about eight? It takes ten? about 40 to do what we do. Yeah. All over. Wow. 40 spokes in that wheel. That's amazing. And then the sponsors. You can't do anything. Without oh, the sponsors, there wouldn't be a need for me no. or any of the other people. Yeah. Well, so our sponsors are key. And that's that was cool. But I, I just, I, it was like it just, it, everything was greased, man. It was it, Everything was flowing and stuff. And I just thought the opening and everything was first class. But, again, you have a little niche. You're not going to the big arenas and this and that. You're going to the little small towns and putting on shows that they more, normally might not see, right? Well, and, and there is a, there's a reason why. Yeah. Uh, we started with this thing at Bulls on the Beach. Yep. All right. The Floribama. The yep. world-famous Floribama. Yeah. We put sand in the parking lot next to the Floribama. And this is where we started. That is a 100% St. Jude's fundraiser. And yeah. so what we do with that is we have taken a very traditional sport and we put it in a non-traditional setting. Yeah. As we did this weekend right up oh, here. There's never been that much dirt put in a Montgomery parking lot, I can tell you that. Never. And what we do by that, by doing that is we want to capture a fan base that we may not have in the sport of bull riding. Mm -hmm. And I think we did that this weekend. We've... We gained some bull riding fans this oh, weekend yeah. no that have never seen a bull riding event before. Right. And I know they have the rodeo here, uh, the yeah. SLE rodeo, which right. is a phenomenal rodeo here in in uh, Montgomery. And, uh, you know, they have bull riding there, but the atmosphere that we created here downtown, outside, uh, right here on the Riverwalk, um, mm -hmm. just adjacent to the Renaissance, mm -hmm. being a part of Buckmasters Expo 2022 was just phenomenal for us. Yeah, well, it was great for both of us. How similar is this? I mean, it's really kind of cool. The lifestyle of the outdoorsmen and the lifestyle of the Western folks, it's a perfect marriage, isn't it? It is. Uh, I think, like we talked about demographically, I think we still have that same, you know, demographics. But I also think that um, 
like we said, some of the people have been coming for years and years and years to your expo, but they've never been to a bull riding event. Right. Well, we married those two together, and yeah. now we got, uh, now we've taken a hunter or an outdoorsman, and we've made them a bull riding fan, right. and vice versa. We've right. had bull riding fans that's never been to your expo. Yeah. Now they're more of an outdoors person than they were before they got here. So. Yeah. Uh, we want to continue to do more of these in those non-traditional settings yeah. and, uh, you know, make our fan base a little bit bigger. Yeah. Heck of a show. Well, God gave you a gift. You know, it takes a special voice to do what you did last night. And, you know, whether it's radio or whatever, you got a gift. Well, I truly believe, Jackie, that... Um, at birth, everybody is endowed with that gift. It may take you a lifetime to figure out what that gift is. Uh, thank the good Lord above that he gave me the gift of the vocals that I have. Yeah. What I've been able to do with that is I've been able to help a lot of organizations raise a lot of money for whatever charity it might sure. be. Sure. And I always say that uh, I'm often heard but rarely seen, so my vocal DNA is what is recognized when we do these events. And yeah. I'm just so appreciative of that. and. The fact that uh, you know I can do commercials and and uh, help companies mm -hmm. grow their business along the way too, so it truly is a gift, and I'm I'm very thankful for that opportunity. Well, my friend, we've had a great weekend here at Buckmasters. Y'all got a big weekend coming up. What is it, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday down at the Florabama? What is that, the eighth, ninth, and tenth? Eighth, ninth, and tenth September. Bulls on the beach. And that's been an annual down there, hasn't it? It has been an annual, and thank you to John McGinnis and and, and all of the. Alabama crew and the owners, uh, you know, they really roll out the red carpet for our crew when we come down there, and uh, it has been a phenomenal event, and we are going bigger and better at every year that we do this. Good deal. Yeah. All right, my friend, we're going to get through with the expo today. We're going to get our heads together. We're going to try to make this thing bigger and better next year. Bulls and Buckmasters, Mr. Jerry Bird right here on the Buckmasters Outdoors podcast. We're going to have some more great podcasts coming up, so y'all keep watching for them.